right. Let's talk about a trend in the business world now, and it's not a very pleasant one if you have ever been on the wrong end of the conference call here, and I'm talking about virtual layoffs. Now, lots of people have been laid off from their jobs. I mean, that's just a, a fact of life. But it was a time when if you lost your job, you'd have a face-to-face -face meeting with your boss, right? Quite often now, you're fired or laid off virtually in a conference call or an email, a text message, or a Zoom meeting. This is happening more and more often. You often see it in the tech world. Last fall, Meta, the parent company of Facebook, laid off 11,000 workers. CEO Mark Zuckerberg delivering the news over a remote video call. I've got Terry Compton standing by. This happened to her in a, in a Zoom meeting where she worked. But first, have a listen to this here now. This happened at Google as well. You may have heard about the people laid off at Google by email. Have a listen to former Google employee Paul Baker on how he got the news. So on the morning of January 20th, I actually woke up to one of my friend's text messages that said, hey, were you just laid off by Google? I responded saying, I don't know what you're talking about. So I went to my work laptop and lo and behold, when I opened it, I was forbidden. I was locked out. I was just shocked, just chilled to the bone to read this email that was sent to my personal email to say, you are no longer an employee. I had been at Google for four and a half years. My performance was great. This was something that kind of blew me out of the water. So these new virtual layoffs, I think are very inhumane. They're very impersonal and they don't treat you as an actual human being. Yeah, inhumane, lacks empathy, not treating you as a real human being. This has happened to a lot of people. Let's discuss this now with my guest, Terry Compton, and I'm very pleased to welcome Terry to the show. Terry, thanks a lot for coming on today. My pleasure. Okay, Terry, so let's tell, tell your story here. Now, you lost your job at a, a university where you worked for quite some time, and uh, so tell me about that. How long did you work at? You don't have to tell me the university if you don't want. If you want to tell me the university where you work, that's fine, but you don't have to. How long did you work there? Well, I was there almost 25 years. I worked uh, for all of that time with a great team of instructors. We worked in a, a very large profitable ESL program, which actually funneled students because we had an academic stream. We funneled students into the full-time uh, study. So, you know, we made a lot of money for the university and then and then some. So um, we were all happy. Along came uh, covid and we were immediately uh, switched to online classes, which wasn't easy, but we were happy to do it. Uh, in fact, many of us had been suggesting for years that we offer online learning as an option. So uh, we did this fairly successfully for several months. And then one day we all received an email saying that there was going to be a Zoom call the next day, mandatory, no excuses. Well, we showed up and first we noticed that uh, we were muted. There was no chat feature. So... Then we saw that our director was there, but she wasn't visible and she didn't say a word during the four minute and 10 second meetings so oh. <laughs> during this meeting. The second in command told us, OK, uh, you're all laid off uh, right after the meeting. You will receive your severance notice. 
And boom, then the screen went blank and that was it. So we were all at home, of course, wondering, did that really happen? <laughs> when I then opened up my email, I saw that my severance was completely incorrect. They said I had worked there for 11 years, not the 24 and a half. Well, then I talked to my colleagues and everyone had received the same 11-year severance notification, although some of them had worked there over 30 years. Wow. So, you know, we had to spend about six months having our union struggle with the university to convince them that it was illegal not to pay us based on when we started working. And in the end, we did get our correct severance, but it was a pretty stressful situation. And the fact that we weren't allowed to comment or ask questions was really quite tough. Wow. 24 years and it all ends in a four and a half minute Zoom call. That That is that's right. pretty, that's right. pretty cold. Um, it is you, cold. And you know, the yeah. previous year I'd received an excellence in teaching award and been told how wonderful I was. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's, here's something else. The very next day, because I guess they hadn't communicated effectively with other departments, the next day we all received an invitation to the instructor appreciation party oh no well <laughs> what happened to that was that canceled Little slap in the head <laughs> well it still went on but we weren't oh. invited oh okay oh yeah. dear I'm and then the icing on the cake was that yeah. uh, then when we had to look at our options in terms of pension none of that information was correct and in my case it was great because i ended up being able to take a commuted pension and receiving far more money than I thought. But, you know, when you're trying to plan your life, especially for those people who had younger kids, you need yeah. accurate financial information from the employer that you've given your, yourself full time to for, yeah. you know, decades. Of course. Speaking to Terry Compton and her experience being laid off in a, in a Zoom call. So when you first got that that notification, OK, everyone has to be on the Zoom meeting tomorrow. Did you have any suspicions that you're, you're about to be laid off or? Not a bit, because yeah. we had gone through SARS. We had gone through all kinds of ups and downs. We had revamped our program, something that, frankly, we instructors weren't really happy about, because you may know that there's a trend in education where they want to take control away from instructors. So what they did was impose a curriculum, uh, which, in my opinion, was far, far more, oh, I don't know how to say it nicely, but it was just, it yeah. was garbage. Let's just say that. I think it was crap compared to what we used to create ourselves. However, you know, we're flexible, but I never thought they'd just shut it down. And I've got to tell you, because I haven't named the university, I hope I won't get in trouble. For me, this was just about union busting. Mm. Um, we know that um, a former dean had been heard to say, no instructor should ever have been hired full time. Um, but, you know, and so for the first eight years that I worked there and probably up to 15 for some other people, you would find out every 12 weeks whether you had a job for the next 12 weeks. So there was no there were no benefits. There was no security. But, you know, once you've done 30 or 40 12 week sessions in a row, you really are not a casual employee. So anyway, we did get hired. And then we unionized some years later. And I think they were really upset about that. And And so. You know what? When they when they laid us all off, they were still advertising online programs. And immediately after we were let go, a bunch of young people, some of whom had worked there on a casual or part time basis, those people were hired. But they were hired as oh. casuals. And you know, according to the former um, memorandum with the union, after a certain number of sessions, they too should have been hired full time. And what they did with the two people that I'm aware of is when they were up for full time status. 
they switched their roles so that they wouldn't have to. So, you know, it just it just looks like bad faith and bad business to me. How many people were on that Zoom call? How many people were laid off that day? There were about 20 of us. Formerly, we had had a much bigger program, but uh, yeah, 20 people. So So 20 people all on the same call, all laid off at the same time. And what was, like you've described a little bit of your reaction and what that felt like. What did did your colleagues tell you? How did people feel and react to this? They were gutted. I mean, when you work with other instructors for that long, it's more like a family than it is a, a, a colleague situation. We helped each other with an awful lot of things. We're all different people. You know, you could argue that we're eccentric, but we always had each other's mm-hmm. backs. And we did, after this happened, we stayed in touch for months as we worked with the union to get our proper severance. We worked with each other. We would have regular Zoom calls, ironically, to just support each other and listen to each other. Um, but, you know, it, it's a scary thing when you don't know if you will receive proper severance and you don't know, especially if you think you're coming towards the end of your yeah. career, what will you do? Um, Fortunately, we're very resourceful, so we did help each other, get each other Mm. work. Um, I had a a fairly lucrative part-time gig, and I uh, withdrew from that so I could sort of spread the work around to some of my former colleagues. Um, Everybody has either found a new job or a new career, and so, you know, they're out there doing wonderful things. But uh, to me, it's just a loss to the university because we gave everything we had to that place, everything we had to our students, and we had wonderful evaluations as a result. I don't know if you can hire casual people, especially in a field like education, and expect them to give their all. How how do you think this could have been handled better? Like, do you think it should have been a little bit more human touch here, like face-to-face meeting? Like, how do you think it could have been done better? Well, because it was COVID, of course, they couldn't do it face to face. I get that. And I also understand that if you do it sort of one by one, there can start a, a, a cascade of phone calls and emails back and forth, which maybe makes everybody more upset. Although, you know, what, what do they care if they're going to get rid of us anyway? I just think that they should have had the courtesy and humanity to allow us to ask questions. And maybe when we then received our incorrect severance letters, we could have said, hey, you owe me three times this much, not or, tw- you know, twice this much, just to kind of work through things. Um, I feel that the refusal to allow any kind of a discussion um, was just, um, it, it, you know, it was kind of a gesture you might make with your with your middle finger. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, had when I was hired there, I, I had an interview that lasted almost two hours. And I think everybody else did that. We went through our portfolios. We justified our teaching approach and they wanted to know what we were like as human beings. I think when you are rocking people's lives like this, you need to give them the courtesy of at least, I don't know, let's say half an hour of discussion and question taking for 20 people. I don't think that's unreasonable. And of course, it must be uncomfortable to take those questions and maybe the decision had to be made. But just the four minute and 10 second, and then the screen goes dark. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's cold. That's that is cold. cold. Terry, I'm glad, though, that you bounced back. And it sounds like a lot of your colleagues were able to get other work, too. And I certainly appreciate you sharing this story today. Thank you very much for coming on. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for asking about it.